1: And uh, he, I believe, is in Dougie Bollinger's speed dial these days. Mm. And Ken joins us on afternoons. Good afternoon, Ken. Thanks for your time.
0: Yeah, that's that's a hell of an introduction, Chris. Speed dial? Not so <laughs> sure about that. I think it's uh, preserved for his, his, his uh, a team <laughs> drinking buddies. I'm only his B and C team mate. Uh, beer. that's
2: <laughs> a that's a bl- that's a lie. But especially when you ring thirty times, they're going to answer at some stage. Does Dougie get a start yeah, for yeah. the uh, outside broadcast by your pool? Kenny, yeah, he's first picked. Absolutely. First pick. Uh getting straight into it, Kenny. Um Russ Taylor. Yeah.
0: What
2: a what Great a player, player. What, yeah, what a player for, for New Zealand cricket, mate. And you know, you've been there done that. Do you think he just woke up today and and just thought, no, nah, that's enough?
0: Oh, he's thirty seven, Doug. You yeah. know, it's it's a fair old innings forgive the pun. And uh, look he's his form over last year or so hasn't been probably the Taylor-esque of, of the past and he's he's kind of had a couple of decent hundreds here and there, but his, his sort of average scores have been sort of below his normal pass. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think he probably saw the, a bit of writing on the wall. Perhaps if he hadn't scored runs in the home series coming up, that perhaps uh, the selectors might just uh, put a bit of pressure on him to retire. But uh, look, I think his timing is very good. I think he's he, de- he deserves to have a kind of summer off send-off, if you know what I mean, back yeah. in New Zealand, with a two-test two match series against Bangladesh coming up. And, some tests, I think, in South Africa later on in the summer. So he deserves that. He deserves to be fated in the, in the right way. He's been a, a good player over a number of years. I just look where he sits, actually, in terms of uh, run, Test run scores of all time. He actually sits between uh, Colin Cowdery and uh, and um, Gordon Greenwich. So that's you know, pretty I mean, that's good. Pretty illustrious company, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, he scored something like seven thousand five hundred or seven thousand six hundred runs, and he's got a chance to get to 8,000 and onwards uh, in the next couple of months.
2: Well, I was just saying before, mate, as well, that he, a bit like yourself, he was there kind of at the start of New Zealand cricket where it wasn't, you know, it wasn't big at all, was it, mate? It, it was, there wasn't much money in it, but he's, he kind of got through that period, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did. He sort of came from, uh, I think he's from Masterton, actually, which was down the sort of bottom end of, of the North Island and uh, ended up going kind to of score, I think, in the Hawke's Bay area. And, uh, look, I tell you, Ian Smith would be a good guy to talk to. Get Stockley on the phone because he'll, he'll know all about uh, Ross Taylor's upbringing, where he came from, his roots, etc. And And he comes, comes, of course, from a Pacific Island background, which is rather unique for, for cricketers in New Zealand. And he's been a pretty much an icon in that community in terms of, of cricket and, and cricketers playing the game. So he's always had a part to play in that. Um, he started off a big bottom hand player and is probably going to finish off a big bottom, bottom hand player is mm. very strong whipping the ball through the leg side through square of the wicket on, on both sides of the wicket and I think that the turning point for him and when he became a more consistent player was when he had the, the tutelage of Martin Crowe probably five or six years ago and uh, Crowe sort of took him under his wing for for a couple of years and they, they had a few sessions in the nets and, and he just straightened himself up he got far more upright in terms of his, of his technique he, his, was, his back lift was far more correct, his technique was just a bit stronger, and uh, his run scoring through that period when Crow was involved with him uh, was far more consistent and, and far higher than perhaps it had been had been uh, just by making a few few adjustments. My my kind of litmus test for watching a Taylor innings in the first twenty runs or so, Doug, was seeing if he was playing straight through mm. the extra cover off, off the front foot. The shoulder was a bit higher. The, you know, the top eye handle—that technical jargon—was was really strong with Ross. I, I got a good sense that he was in a good a good place and was going to get some runs. If, if you're sort of shoved, shoving the ball with the bottom hand, mm, I just I got a bit uh, sure a bit about the innings. Him, but, yeah, uh, but no, look, his record's there. he's averaging 44 in Test cricket. That's anything over 40 is outstanding. And when you consider you in New Zealand, uh, you know, since I play back in the mid 80s through to now. Mate, you, you turn up at a venue, and this is this is happening these days, you turn up at the Basin Reserve or Hagley Park or Eden Park, or wherever it might be, in Seton Park and Hamilton, and fair Duncan, mate, if they haven't got the white lines painted at either end of the 22 yards, you wouldn't know what the difference is between the pitch <laughs> and the outfield. Mm. I mean, it's that green. It's that's that what, green, a, that's mate, what
2: a couple of place. those Christchurch wickets look like, isn't
0: it? That's 100%. I mean, I always remember Brendan McCullum getting, uh, I think, 190-odd against Lanka on the greatest pitch you've ever seen. He just played baseball, to be fair. He played yeah. baseball very, very well. But uh, you either go and attack very capably in those wins where it's doing heaps in the first day or so, or you look to defend and let the ball go. And and Taylor had to you know, persevere through those very green pitches and, and to average 44 at the end of it, I think, is a, a hell of a hell of a performance.
2: What What's that footy ground you played on in the day? Ken might know
1: it. Um... Oh yeah, No, no, it was Carlaw Park. No, no, one of our listeners cleared that up. It's no longer there. Carlaw Park. Carlaw Park. Yeah. Carlaw
0: Park is uh, actually right next to all the tennis centre now in Parnell and uh, where they play the tennis. Uh, yeah, I went and watched the game of uh, Robbie Lee back in the 90s. With Graham Lowe, the great uh, Manly coach, of course, fellas. So yeah, well, uh, I reckon it's that, back that's... It's memory lane.
1: Do you know what? I reckon that might have been the tour that we went over there on. Um, Carlaw Park, yeah And I was just saying, uh, Kenny, we're getting off track here a little bit But I know you uh, are into your racing as well Like this, like Big Douglas We we went yeah. to uh, a, a meeting there And I reckon it was Pukakoe, would that be right? And uh, yeah, it yeah. was torrential yeah. rain And the cars were yeah. floating, floating out of the car park
0: yeah, no, exactly, yeah, a long straight, actually, 525 metres straight there, Chris, believe it or not, and... Uh, we didn't get county in there. Cup days there, big day in December, yeah, no, good old good old course
1: that. Yeah, hey, on, back back on cricket, Ken, and regardless of what era, um, and, you know, you reached some real heady heights in your days for New Zealand cricket, Um, with the announcement Ross Taylor's made today, do you, do you recall when you knew you it was time for you to, you know, pull up stumps, so to speak, and and move into retirement? tough decision for you at, this, at that stage?
0: No, I got dropped, mate. There different. you go. Well, that was an easy decision. I know the feeling, brother. Yeah. Uh, my, mine was taken out of my hands, to be fair, and uh, it was probably the best thing that happened to me. So I went, mm. I went over, I'd... I picked him a bat in the stumps, packed him away, and went uh, ten thousand miles away to South Africa and played Curry Cup for Transvaal for, uh, for five years. So that was me done and dusted. So it was, it was quite a quite a little bit different. I, I think one thing about it, uh, Chris, is, is that New Zealand cricket's in such a good state now in terms of depth. I, I don't think I've ever seen New Zealand mm. cricket with players who can replace other players. So in, in another era, if, if Ross Taylor had retired, you, honestly, you know, the, the scribes around the country would be there'll be plenty to write about in terms of the the, the gap which needs to be replaced. Uh, Not so much now. You've got Devin Conway, the repatriated South African from Johannesburg, who's a hell of a player. He's got 200 at Lords not so long going to test match against England. Although that form hasn't been uh, all that well franked, has it the last couple of months in terms of England's performances here. But Conway's a really, really good player. You've, You've got a guy called Will Young, who's had a a really good background in first pass career. He's got a lot of runs for the Central District side. He's played some test matches recently. He can open the batting or he can fit in the middle order as well. So, mm. And there's other players like Glenn Phillips, who's a white ball player, but is, is a capable uh, redboard player as well. So. Taylor's leaving. It'll be sad. It'll be runs uh, which have to be gotten by other players, but I I feel that the the gap will be readily made up by others.
1: Yeah, they've they've had a good couple of years, haven't they, across all formats. Here's a text, uh, Ken, from Steve from from Brisbane. He says, Ross Taylor came through in the Stephen Fleming era, in which I believed that a team was just a player short of greatness. Uh, Remember, they had Shane Bond, and if he could have stayed fit... what could the Kiwis have been in, in that era there? That's from uh, Steve from Brisbane, sent that yeah, question it's, through.
0: It's, it's a fair point. That's when Brendan McCullum was also starting up his career. You had Daniel Vittori, mm. who was able to uh, keep one end of the uh, going, wasn't he? With well, his left-arm spinners and was a, a more than capable of sort of an eight or nine batsman in the order. Fleming an outstanding captain. I think what we probably lacked in those days was, was an opening uh, partnership or a top mm. three. We had Mark Richardson, who was a successful opening bets and probably little support for the likes of him and Fleming.
2: Mate, it's it's still good to show that he's going to be remembered as one of the best in New Zealand. But what are you doing at the moment, mate? You're going forward, you're still just enjoying your races, getting out and about. Um, What are you doing with yourself over New Year's, mate? Hanging with me?
0: Yes, I will be, Doug. I'm waiting for the invite, mate. I'm waiting to uh, throw some more of that uh, lovely meat we had last week. Rump cap, the rump cap on the 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 barbecue. barbecue. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, how, how good was that? And, uh, look, uh, get, get those cold beers going, mate, and we'll try and find a winner <laughs> on New Year's Day, shall we?
2: Oh, we'll do it whenever you like, my man. Um, but no, mate, it, it's always good to talk to you, and is there anyone going forward that's going to probably debut for them that you know of, or have they, have they got a few blokes they can choose from?
0: Well, I reckon they've got enough guys there now who they've, they've given an opportunity to, and, uh... Even even you know, the bowling lineup looks strong with the likes of Jamison coming through. I mean, look at his record over the last mm. eighteen months since he started playing Test cricket. He's, he's uh, his strike rate is incredible. Uh, Neil Wagner, is someone we we didn't see much of in the recent tour of India for New Zealand, but he'll be uh, at his best once again against the Bangladeshis next week at, the, at Mount Monganui. Uh, bowling wise, we have got you know locks of Doug Bracewell and others. Uh, Matt Henry, who, who's more than capable to fill a spot uh, at short notice. And batting-wise as well, I, I really do believe there's, there's, a, there's a real strong depth there, which uh, which is really quite unique for New Zealand cricket. I mean, back in the day, you had the Hadley and Crow era sort of thing, and you had probably half a dozen to eight real doughty fighters mm. who, who could do a job. But, um, you know, if, if we had a couple of those key guys not playing, it was kind of struggling to find anyone with real class to take their place. But But these days you get a sense that uh, there are guys there coming through the first class domestic program in New Zealand who are more than capable to, to, to fill in that gap. Well,
1: Ken, um, just want to say thanks, mate, for jumping on the line too at late notice. Appreciate that, and um, always good to chat. I mean, isn't it good that we can pick up the phone and dial a, into a former New Zealand captain? He's such a legend. He's always, no,
2: problem, he's...
0: Guys. I love you. credit, mate.
2: Okay, I love the credit. Okay, you get me? I like what credit. Is, what, oh. what about the? Austra-
0: I've got you yeah. uh, What about the Australian team? I mean, they're all going to want to play, aren't they? These bombs. I mean, have you seen a worse English cricket team in this one? Oh, have, have,
2: have you, mate? Where just finally before we go, where do you think they're struggling? Is it county cricket? Just the whole system. What do you think?
0: I remember touring the day, You know, I had three tours in to England: the eighty-six, ninety, ninety, and ninety-ninety-four. And, and in those days, you, you toured, you played your 3 test matches. We never played five like you guys did, or six sometimes you guys play, don't you? But um, but you play all those county games, and you, yeah. you go to Nottinghamshire, and you'll see guys, you know, two or three guys playing county up in Nottinghamshire. And it was just their job to score runs. And, and their techniques were lovely, lovely to watch. But they weren't quite good enough to play Test career. But technically, you could see they were really good players. You go to Derbyshire, and you see a guy called John Morris, who played a little bit for England through the late 80s, early 90s. I think he had that Tiger Moth trip over the Gold Coast or Carrera, didn't he, with uh, David mm. Gow one time during a tour game. You had guys like uh, the guy Bailey from uh, Northamptonshire, who played a few tests. You had this really strong kind of core of, of county batsmen who. Who just got runs. So they just knew knew how to bat, you know, against quick bowling, spin bowling, good decks, green decks. They just they just they, they just did a job. Um county cricket now is nothing. I mean my son Hamish uh, Dougie as you know plays with the Morgan a little bit when Labour yep. Shane can't play and yep. and you know it's I, I watched a bit of it this year with the internet uh, streaming and stuff and Jeepers no fear it's it's like watching club cricket. I mean you go down to Over and see a bit of game on a Sunday Saturday afternoon, I'm sure so somehow they've got to revisit their roots, somehow they've got to revisit where you know, 10 to 20 to 30 years ago, lots of them were coming through, and guys like Gooch and and all these guys, where they learn, how they learn is get such really good techniques, and somehow they got to get back to those basics. But uh, until they do that, it's, it's, you know, that could be a generational thing, couldn't it? It's not going to be a quick fix. Mm.
1: All right, Kenny, again, mate, appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy uh, your New Year's plans. If you are uh, having a sip or 15 with Dougie, you just take care. Yo, thanks, oh, well, big guy. You're enjoy. a legend. See ya. See ya, <laughs> there he see you, mate. Bye. There is Ken Rutherford, former New Zealand cricket captain. And as I say, in uh, Dougie Bollinger's uh, speed dial.
0: When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au
2: now.